Welcome to Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio, president and founder of Mercurio Wealth Advisors. How would you like to model your retirement plan after a thousand successful retirees that have gone before you? Let's get started building your game plan for retirement with the man known as Louisville's retirement coach, Alan Mercurio. Hello again. Welcome to the weekend. Welcome to Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio. My name is Randy Cook. We are here each weekend and talking a little bit about, well, maybe what's going on in the market right now and what is going on that really is affecting you. You you see these numbers go up, you see red, you see green, and you see the financial news and you go, well, how does it affect me? And, And should I take any of this into consideration and maybe do something about it? Well, that's what this show is all about. And We'll get into that in just a few minutes here. Alan, how are you doing today? I am great, Randy. How are you? Real good. You just got back from a cruise, and there was some up and down on that. You got the you got the virus on the cruise. <laughs> we did. Oh I my was, gosh! That was we had a great week for the most part, but then uh, the tail end of it, I got that nasty virus that everybody talks about, and uh, it was a rough plane ride home. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I got the Asian flu coming home from Asia one time. The real oh my gosh with a bunch of Asians. So <laughs> I got the real thing. So that's no fun on a plane, on a boat, any of that. But uh, we're glad you're back. Glad you're feeling better. But uh, one of the things that we're going to do on the show today is try to make you feel better about where you are with your retirement. We all worry about things. Is there going to be enough money there? Is there going to be a market fall? Is there going to be a health event? All these things, it's all murky out there when it comes to planning. What can we do about it? And the idea is the key word there is plan for it. So we'll talk more about that coming up here. But Alan, while you were gone, I'm watching some financial news, always looking for something to talk about on the show. And I found this, this guy's named Ron Barron. I'd never heard of him. He's a billionaire and he's kind of like a, a Warren Buffett type. He believes in buy and hold. And so here he is on CNBC. And so he had this interesting prediction, actually. He said, if you go back 50 years, and that's 1969, and take a look at where the market was, the Dow at that point, 1969, was at 1,000, 1,000. And everybody at that point was saying, oh, it's overvalued. Oh, it's overvalued. And so they're kind of saying the same thing they do today. Well, now you flash forward to today, 27,000 on the Dow. He says, okay, so what if we go 50 years into the future? If you do the same math, the Dow will be, he believes, at 650,000. And I was like, wow. (laughs) So you look at that and and people would say, why shouldn't I be in the market? And what do you think of something like that? Well, I mean, first of all, I think the first thought that comes to mind is I'm not going to argue with a billionaire. I I don't, obviously he knows a little bit more than I do because he's got a billion dollars to work with, but I don't disagree with him. And I guess that you could use his logic and say, yeah, that's where the market's going. But I'm, I'm here to say, Randy, I, I don't think that the people that are listening to my show right now probably don't have 50 years to plan for it, number mm-hmm. one. And, and they may not have a billion dollars either to gamble with the market. So the folks that seem to gravitate to us and other financial advisors, I think, in, the, in our area are people that are getting ready to retire in the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. And so if you're in that position where you're... 10 years out from retirement or two days out from retirement, the thing that you need to do is you have to have a plan. Just like you said, the planning is the key part behind this. And I really feel like if you don't want Uncle Sam eating your lunch in retirement, you need to have a plan. You need to figure out how you're going to get the money out of these accounts that they've allowed us to defer from taxes for all these years with the least amount of taxes going to Uncle Sam. Now, we all have to pay our taxes. There's no way around that, but we can figure out ways to minimize that as the money comes out or to at least change the kind of change the deck on the table a little bit if you're playing cards to kind of lean it to your side. Mm -hmm. It's kind of interesting, this whole conversation about living longer, because I think that that's something that that we do have to kind of plan on is that we are seeing people live longer. I joined a coaching group this past year, and one of the first things that they started talking about was this thing called Lifetime Extender. And the first question they asked us in the meeting was, what's your life going to look like the day before you die? And so they're trying to get us to look forward. And they said, okay, if you're going to, you know, some people said, well, I'm, I'm wealthy. I've got this, I've got that. And my family's great. Now everything's good. And they said, well, what if you could add 20 years to that at that point? And then they just trying to extend it a little bit longer. So I think that that's when you start thinking in those realms, mm-hmm. what happens is it kind of changes your thinking now. 
And if it changes your thinking now, if you said, okay, I think I'm going to live to age 70, but then you could add 20 years to it. Now you're at age 90. What do you have to do on the financial side to make that happen? Yeah. Great point. That can kind of change your habits right now, as opposed to waiting 20 years down the road to change them. Yeah. When you think about this whole idea of thinking 50 years forward, if you go back to 1999, there was a guy who wrote a book that is pretty famous on Wall Street called Dow 36,000. His name was James Glassman. He predicted that the Dow would be at 36,000 in the year 2005, okay, in just six years after he wrote the book. Well, here we are in 2019, and it's at 27,000. So we haven't got there yet. I mean, it's you know, you can see 36,000 somewhere down the mm-hmm. line, mm-hmm. but it took 20 years to get here. Maybe it'll take another right. 10 or 15 years to get there. So it's not nearly the growth that this guy is talking about. Do you think you got to, you've said many times, you got to consider the source. Wall Street people are going to want you to be involved with Wall Street. So they'll put the shiny oh, object sure. up there in the, in the future and say, go for this. And that gets your money more at risk. And sometimes that's not really the good message for a 60 or a 65-year-old person. No, and I think that the message, again, that we are putting out there for our listeners, or it typically resonates with people with any amounts of wealth, obviously. But I think that people that have typically anywhere from 500000 to about $5 million, I think, tend to listen to what we're talking about mm-hmm. and maybe even a little less than the $5 million. But those are the people that, that the ideas that we talk about on the show tend to resonate with. And the first thing that I think, and I agree with you, is that you've got to at least minimize the risk, especially if you're on the lower end of that scale, you've got to minimize the risk to the money that's going to create your income. So when you start to retire, you got to start thinking, okay, well, if I retired today, I'm 60 years old and I'm going to live till 85. So I'm going to live 20 years. How am I going to generate that income for the next 20 years? And am I going to have enough money to generate that for? That's the whole planning process is trying to define whether you've got enough stocked away that you can protect or you can take some risk with and how much risk are you going to be able to take with that money? The thing about, you know, this gentleman, as I said, he's a billionaire, so I can't really argue with that. But, you know, he's got a billion dollars that he can gamble with a little Mm -hmm. bit. So if he lost half of it, he's still got a half a billion dollars. So, I mean, you know, it's not like (laughs) it's not like it's going to hurt him that much unless his his lifestyle is such that he's, you know, buying jets and yachts and all that stuff, which he probably does. So the thing is, is that it all results back down to income in the house and outflow out of the house. And how is that going to relate to your situation and how much risk can you afford to take and how much can you afford to lose and another thing i think about is if you just look at it from an inflation situation how much was gas in 1969 you know 35 40 cents a gallon how much did it cost right. for a car five six ten thousand dollars and what does it cost today so maybe the dow goes from one thousand to twenty seven thousand but a lot of that is eaten up in how much cost is involved with you know from then till now and we got to think about from now till 50 years as well so something we all have to think about when we talk about planning that far into the future. You're listening to Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio, and you can find us online at louisvillesretirementcoach.com. And when we talk about financial planning, Alan, you hit on something there that I want to expand on, and it kind of goes around our offer today. As we talk about what it means to have a plan, and when you sit down, mm-hmm. maybe you've got, you know, four or $500,000 and you, you really do need a financial plan and you sit down and you work with somebody and you talk about fee management and risk management and tax management and income planning and all that goes along with that. Sometimes when we find the more money that people have when they come in, the more benefit there is to doing this. Isn't that true? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because I think from there, we can really start expanding on and and exploring the different opportunity, different tax opportunities that you can take advantage of, different things that you can do with your money as far as, you know, if you're charitable minded and things like that, ways to minimize your capital gains taxes, how to, you know, avoid some of the problems with required minimum distributions and things like that. So there There are a lot of other avenues that we can go down the more money you have. But again, for the folks that are four or $500,000, it works as well. And I think Mm -hmm. in some cases, it's more important for them to make sure that they don't lose anything. But we really can see the benefits when you start adding some money to that. So let's kind of focus in on that group right now for people who have a million dollars or more, because we're going to make an offer at the end of every segment today for just five callers. That's what we're going to do. We're going to limit it to five callers. Mm -hmm. We only have so many appointments in a week. We only have so many appointments before the 
end of the year, and everybody seems to want to come in at 6 o'clock on a Friday, and there's only so many of those, That's folks. Right. So <laughs> I understand, but there's only so many of those. So we're going to limit it. So let's talk about that person who has a million dollars or more today of investable assets, and we're talking about everything together. We're talking about your 401k, maybe your pension, you know, real estate that you own, your savings, and all that goes into it, it adds up to a million dollars. That's not that big a deal now. So, Alan, let's talk about mm-hmm. that person right now and what we can sure. offer them today. Yeah, so let's assume, folks, that you've just stumbled onto the show today, maybe, or maybe you've been listening for the last, you know, 12 years or so that have been on the radio. Whatever your case may be, this is what we're going to offer for you right now. If you're one of the folks that Randy's talking about, you've got a million dollars or more in investable assets that you just feel like you need to somebody to take a look and find out whether you're on track or not. You may already have a financial plan. You may already have an advisor that you feel very comfortable with. All I'm saying is maybe that you need a checkup. What we're going to offer you today is what we call a complete retirement roadmap. It's an assessment of your current plan. It's going to show you exactly where you are. And once you set up, schedule a visit with us, go through the process, we're going to create this retirement roadmap for you. Now, What I'm not going to do is I'm not going to mail your proposal. I'm not going to send you any recommendations or anything like that. What we're going to do is give you this assessment coming into the office and going through some of the reports that we'll generate for you. We're not going to try to sell you anything or anything like that. What we will do is show you what you currently have or where you are and then try to see if we can add any benefit to that or show you what we would do. But based on that, for the first five callers that give us a call right now that have at least a million dollars or more, then what we're going to do is offer that complete roadmap absolutely free. Give us a call. It's 253-9366. 253-9366. What if there were some little golden nuggets along the way that you were able to pick up that you didn't know were there that we could show you? Give us a call and ask for the roadmap. Here's our number, 253-9366. No cost, no obligation, no strings attached. Let's sit down, run your numbers, and see where your current plan will bring you. And maybe there's some things that we can help add to it and open your eyes to. 253-9366 is our number. Give us a call right now, first five callers. All right, coming up next, there's a tried and true long-time formula that's been out there in financial planning. And Alan has been saying for a long time, pay no attention to this anymore. And now Bank of America is saying the same thing. We'll tell you what it is coming up next on Retirement 360. Hi, this is Alan Mercurio. When people are checking off the boxes as they plan for retirement, one they commonly forget is taxes. According to a recent study, nearly one out of every $3 spent by high-income retirees goes to taxes. What good is it if you save all this money, but then give it all back to Uncle Sam? I've created a list of some of the lesser-known planning tips and strategies I use every day to save my clients thousands of dollars in taxes every year. It's called Don't Let Uncle Sam Dictate Your Retirement. This is the kind of information that packed many of our tax planning seminars throughout the year. And now I've made this information available to you in a free download. Go to mwataxes.com. We'll ask for your name and email, and we'll send you this ebook in just a few minutes. Then if you have any questions, we'd be happy to sit down and discuss any of these strategies that might work for you. Again, that's mwataxes.com. Remember, it's not what you make, it's what you keep. Let us help at Mercurial Wealth Advisors. And welcome back to Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio at Mercurio Wealth Advisors. Online, you can find us, Louisville's RetirementCoach.com. If you've been listening to the program over the years and you say, you know what, I'd like to take another step here. Maybe sit down and talk to the team or maybe take us up on one of our events. You can hit the event tab there and find out where the team is going to be very, very soon. All right, the 6040 portfolio. Yeah, you get to your 60 years old, 70 years old, you start dialing back the risk. That's what people say. So 60% equities or stocks and 40% bonds. It seems to be a tried and true method that people have used for many years. Well, Bank of America said that is dead. No more 60-40 portfolio because I thought that bonds aren't doing very well now. So they say it's dead. But that's not what they're saying. They're saying 
that you should go to a bigger share of equities in your portfolio and you should have more money at risk. So, Alan, <laughs> first of all, do you agree that the 60-40 portfolio is dead? I think the 60-40 rule, I think anything that you have as far as a buy and hold strategy, which is going to be like a 60-40 stock bond split, is going to be something that's going to lead to trouble down the road. You have to be more active in your portfolios today. The markets require us to have a little bit more or actually a great deal more of attention paid to our management style. And I think that that's where a lot of these tried and true buy and hold type methods have kind of fallen by the wayside is that that's not the way you can manage a portfolio nowadays. I don't believe that you have to be a day trader and I certainly don't advocate that, but I do think that you have to have somebody that's either helping you or you have to be very active in your portfolio on how things are being done these days. The way the market moves, the amount of information that's poured at everybody every day makes these accounts move constantly. I mean, even after hours now, it used to be that, you know, the market stopped at, you know, four o'clock in the afternoon, and didn't really have a lot of movement. Now it's moving all the time and you can see that actual movement. So you've got to be ready even the next day to make any adjustments to your portfolio if you want to do it that way. I think that you have to look at the source here. I mean, Bank of America is saying this. How does that benefit them? I guess is the one thing that I would ask. I don't know whether they're advocating the more stocks because that's how they're going to end mm -hmm. up getting more out of it or something like that. Everybody's going to have to look at their individual portfolio differently. So to come out and say that that's not going to work for somebody, you know, I'm not going to do that on the radio, but I think that you have to do a little bit more planning on that part of it to make sure it's going to work for you. We've said many times that there is way more to this than simply an investment plan, but part of that is risk management. They seem to be saying, let's push more because this is where the action yeah. is. This is where the market is. Let's push more to the risk side because that's where you're going to make money. But at the same time, Alan, we're talking to people right now who are seeing retirement in the near future, at least five years away, or maybe even closer to that, that seems to me to be risky. Well, I mean, I think that, you know, you take this kind of a comment and it's like me advocating going over to the gambling boat and saying, okay, since you're closer to retirement, let's bet a little bit more on black because if we win, we're going to have a better retirement. That's just nonsense to me. I mean, you have to be, you do have to look at the risk that you're taking. You have to look at the fees that you're paying. You have to look at the income that you can draw out of this, what kind of income you're going to need, how long is it going to last, or how long do you need it to last. All of these resources that you have and all the expenses that you have, all of that has to be calculated into this. And as you just said, Randy, it's not just about your investments. I mean, that's obviously a big part of it. But you have to factor in all of these other sources to determine what your actual retirement plan and game plan is going to look like. So many of us think that this is all about investing and just move my money forward, Mr. Financial Advisor. But there's a lot to this about protecting your money as well, about risk management, tax management. And now we're going to get into something called fee management. Motley Fool has an article that says a lot of people are paying a lot of fees in their 401ks. But then they say they ask this question. What does a fraction of a fee really mean? I mean, if, if you look down at your 401k statement, and I'm not even saying look at your prospectus, even if you just look at your statement and it'll say, you know, 0.25, and then another one might say 0.30, and another one might say 0.60. So you're saying, well, what? how much difference can a fraction of a fee mean to my retirement? Alan, if you look at over the long term, over your life and over your retirement, it can be a big number, can't it? Yeah, I mean, the average worker paying a 1% fee over their lifetime, you know, there's probably going to pay somewhere in the neighborhood of $100,000 to $140,000 in fees over their lifetime. So that's a huge amount that you're giving up in fees to some organization, some institution or what have you. And then if you add on another fee for, you know, some other type of activity that's being added onto there, I mean, you know, you could end up paying 1.3% instead of the 1%. So that's another, you know, thirty or forty thousand dollars. So maybe from a hundred and thirty thousand to a hundred and seventy thousand dollars is the difference in fees that you could pay just from that fractional part of that percent that you don't think means that much. So it does mean something over your lifetime. But I think the thing that we have to be concerned about is in, in that same article it talked about forty percent of the people think that they're not paying any fees at mm -hmm. all. Mm -hmm. And another twenty two percent of the people aren't sure. Mm -hmm. So 
this tells me there's a huge disconnect from reality out there. I mean, there's really folks, I mean, if the old adage that nothing comes for free is really true. I mean, especially when you talk to or you connect this anyway with the financial world is that the institutions that are managing the money, and I mean, we're part of this, we're making money off of managing accounts too, but these individuals or these accounts are taking money out of your accounts for a reason. They're managing these accounts. So you're getting some benefit for it. And this is where I always talk about fees and, and how I try to distinguish fees for people. Fees only become a an issue when there's absence of value, in my opinion. So I did a little calculation here just to kind of put this in perspective for everybody that's listening. So let's think about car ownership. Now, where most people start driving around 16 or age 18, something like that, and usually will buy a car about every five to seven years, let's say, mm-hmm. assuming that you're not one of those folks that are buying them every couple of years or whatever. Let's assume that you finance it for a seven-year period of time. Mm-hmm. And the average cost of your vehicle is $40,000 over your lifetime, okay? So I've calculated that out. If you finance $40,000 at 5% over a seven-year period of time, that's about a $565 a month payment. So you got all that calculated in, and let's assume you're not going to start buying cars at age 16, so maybe you discount the number of years that you're actually buying cars by 20% and you're driving to your mid-70s. All of the math I did when you calculate insurance and maintenance and car payments and interest and everything else, we're probably spending about a half a million dollars oh, of our lifetime revenue in transportation. Wow. Okay? So when you think about it in that respect and you start breaking down other things that you do in life, yeah, it's a huge number, but it's something that you have to do. I mean, we all can choose to go out and ride a bicycle to work, and it's going to cost us a heck of a lot less, but are we really going to do it? Yeah. And that's the thing is that we can choose to try to use a robo-advisor and pay a heck of a lot less, but are we really going to get the benefit? So, again, fees are an issue in absence of value. And if you're getting value, then usually, I mean, our clients really don't complain about it because – they get the value out of it. They see somebody watching their accounts. They see somebody helping them manage their taxes as well as their income, as well as their whole retirement plan. And that's the whole value that we provide. And think about that example that you gave, you know, 1%, a person pays $138,000 over their lifetime, a 1.3%, they pay about 170000 It's not just the lost money. It's the lost money that could be in your pocket that could be earning money. You know, there's another thirty dollars or $40,000 there that you could put down into some kind of account that will be growth there over that period of time, and that could be in your pocket and not somebody else's. So fees matter. Fees are a big deal. And, Alan, to that group that we're talking to today, the people who have a million dollars or more in investable assets, the larger the number, the bigger the fee, the more that leaks out, the more the bigger hole in their bucket And that becomes an issue. So, I mean, people in this category can really benefit from good fee management. And the folks, the ones we are kind of targeting today are you guys that are sitting there on the sidelines. You've maybe stumbled across the show today, or maybe you've been listening for the last 12 years or so. But you're now sitting there thinking, do I have a plan that's consistent with what my goals are for retirement? And am I going to be able to pull this plan off? That's what the folks that we're kind of looking for today. So what we're going to do is we're going to offer right now for the next five callers that have at least a million dollars of retirement assets or what you've been able to save for your retirement, put away, and we're going to offer you what we call our complete retirement roadmap. Now, this is not a complete plan. It's just an assessment of where you currently are. It's going to show you kind of inside your portfolio, behind the scenes. It's going to show you your fees that you're paying, how those are benefiting you, what you're getting out of those, and are you going to be able to stretch this plan out through the retirement years that you want? So if you think I'm going to live the next 20 years, this is going to last, or you think I'm going to live the next 30 years, is this going to last? And then we're going to put this all in paper and give it to you and show you, you know, this is what we see. If you need some advice or you want some advice at that point, then we can talk about what that looks like. But again, the idea behind this is really just to kind of make sure that you're on track and we're offering it to a limited number of people each segment today. So if you give us a call right now, first five callers right now, Zach's going to be answering the phone. If the phone is busy or goes to voicemail, just leave a quick message for him. He'll call you right back and get you on a schedule to come in and go through this assessment. How many times have you sat down and wondered, will my money last? And you may have amassed a large amount of wealth. Maybe it's over a million dollars, two, three, four million dollars. But at the same time, what are the expenses that go along with your lifestyle? Will your money last? Has anybody actually run your numbers? And have you got a second opinion on that? 
here is an opportunity to do that. Give us a call right now, 253-9366, 253-9366 for the first five callers. Give us a call and ask for that roadmap. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to hear from a guy who wrote a song that I know you know, and he had one idea of how it would turn out, and it turned out a completely different way, and what we can learn from that. Coming up next on Retirement 360. Hi, this is Alan Mercurio. When people are checking off the boxes as they plan for retirement, one they commonly forget is taxes. According to a recent study, nearly one out of every $3 spent by high-income retirees goes to taxes. What good is it if you save all this money, but then give it all back to Uncle Sam? I've created a list of some of the lesser-known planning tips and strategies I use every day to save my clients thousands of dollars in taxes every year. It's called Don't Let Uncle Sam Dictate Your Retirement. This is the kind of information that packed many of our tax planning seminars throughout the year. And now I've made this information available to you in a free download. Go to mwataxes.com. We'll ask for your name and email, and we'll send you this ebook in just a few minutes. Then if you have any questions, we'd be happy to sit down and discuss any of these strategies that might work for you. Again, that's mwataxes.com. Remember, it's not what you make, it's what you keep. Let us help at Mercurial Wealth Advisors. Welcome back to Retirement 360. Yes, as a young disc jockey answering the phones, all the girls wanted to hear that one. It was 39 years ago, actually, this week that that song was released. And uh, Kevin Cronin, you actually had the opportunity to interview Kevin Cronin, didn't you? I did in 2018. I was one of a few advisors around the country that got to go out to Kevin's house and meet him and him and his wife. And just had a great meeting with him, got to interview him, ask, I don't know, two or three questions and Got to air it on the radio show last year a couple of times, so that was, that was pretty phenomenal. Well, when it comes to that song, it was rather interesting that Kevin Cronin said it started out one thing in his head, and it kind of turned out to be something different. When I wrote Keep On Loving You on the piano, it was kind of a sappy love song until Gary came out and plugged Les Paul into a stack of Marshalls, and suddenly the song took on this powerful air to it, and it was like, wow, that wasn't where I thought this song was going but I like this. <laughs> so, Alan, let's talk about that. Bring it into our world here of finances. Sometimes people have a track where they think their retirement is going, and maybe they even have a written plan that's mm-hmm. going to help them get there. But then something changes, and they end up going a different direction. Have you seen that? We made adjustments to plans because we got to make a switch here because something has taken place. I mean, that's almost all of the time. I mean, we start out with a certain plan. And you can think about it through life. I mean, you start out as a young kid that you're you're going to go to college and you've got this grandiose plan that you're going to be a, a doctor or an attorney or, or some professional. And then you get halfway through and you decide, you know, this isn't really what I thought it was going to be. And you start changing. That happens in retirement, too. We get to a certain point. I've had people come in and we've built a whole retirement plan around them retiring at age 62. They get to be 61 and a half. They come in and say, Alan, I've decided I'm going to work a couple more years. Those things happen or just vice versa. They say, I'm going to retire at 65 and then a health event happens and they decide, you know, I've got to go a little bit sooner. So this is something that we have to be flexible because plans change. Life changes, times change. We just have to be ready for those changes. I mean, if you look at it, our parents, our grandparents, they had the security of a strong social security system. They had security of pensions, and we don't have that anymore. So we have to adopt a change. So now if you need a, a vehicle that's going to provide you constant income or guaranteed income, then you're going to have to change and you're going to have to adapt this new thing called the, the annuity, the thing that a lot of people don't like to hear. Mm-hmm. If you are willing to live without the guarantee of income coming in every month, then maybe you can deal without that type of a vehicle and you just have to manage your account so it's going to create the most income that you need. But whatever it is, you're going to have to be able to adapt to these changes throughout your lifetime. And that's where we build our plans to make sure that 
not only it's creating the income that you need, but also that it is flexible enough that you can make these changes. And one of the things that you hit on there that I think is absolutely key, and that is we can't control the future. And I I hit on this all the time is that our idea of change in the future is the market going down. We We don't want to get caught by a market going down. We don't want to change in your lifestyle. You don't want to say, I've got this plan to bring not just me and the wife, but the whole family, the grandkids, the kids, the whole thing, and we're going to go to Hawaii. And we've got that plan going. And then all of a sudden, the market takes a turn, and you got to cancel your trip. And, Alan, that's a way that people have to change their lifestyle due to an outside event. That kind of an event can be planned for. If your income depends on a market, that's probably not where you want to be. You want the income coming in outside of the market. Yeah, and everybody that's listening is different. So for myself, I can't imagine allowing outside sources to control my destiny. Mm -hmm. So I've even told my kids this as when they were young and they started driving, I always told them that, you know, I want you to be in control. So I would rather you be driving than you riding in with somebody else. I'd rather them be in control. And that's the same thing that I've always tried to illustrate here with my clients and everything. I want them to be in control. So I'm helping them stay in control of their own destiny. They're making the decisions. We're helping them implement those decisions and make sure that they're working in the best way that we can. So you have to kind of stay in control, stay in your lane, but stay in control of what you're doing. And by doing that, I think that you have the most flexibility to move any way that you need to, to, you know, adjust for those things, those hardballs that life's going to throw at you. And it's going to happen. It's going to happen to, you You know, I'm watching a dear friend of mine and his wife right now that he's struggling with cancer. And it, two years ago, we're looking at pictures when we were on cruises together with mm-hmm. him. And it just, it was never something that was in the cards. It was not going to happen to them. And it's now happening. So this is something that's just, it's one of those things that we have to deal with as we get older. You have to have a plan. You have to have a plan that's flexible that can help navigate around these things. And one of the things that we're going to talk about in this segment now is the idea of sitting down and developing that plan. If you don't have that right now in your life, if you don't have a financial roadmap, if you don't know where it's going, you put together the raw materials. You know, there's a 401k and there's a Roth and there's a pension and there's social security and there's savings on the side and you bought a piece of property over here that's paying you right. All of these things are the raw materials. Do they have a direction? And do they have a written plan? And does it tell you where it's, how it pays you a paycheck in retirement? Does it tell you if the market goes up or market goes down that that doesn't make any difference? You're still going to get paid. Do you have that kind of numbers written down on paper for you? And if you don't, give us a call and let's start that process. 253-9366 is our number. No obligation, no strings attached. We're just going to sit down and run your numbers and sit down and talk about where it leads and how we might be able to help. Again, 253-9366 is our number. So let's talk about building that plan. There's an interesting study out right now from a group called The Ascent. It's a financial group. And they said the average American watches, get this, 85 hours of TV per month. Now, Alan, are you a big oh TV? You big TV watcher? No, not at all. Okay. I mean, no. <laughs> I mean, maybe two hours a week, if that. Wow. I don't know. We don't watch a lot of TV now. If you change that to computer screen time, it might change that. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think that's where a lot of things have changed nowadays. But eighty-five hours a week on average—that's huge. Well, eighty-five hours a month. Okay. A month. So, a month. Yeah. But even that. I mean, you think about it, you sit down from work, you get home at six o'clock, you get some dinner, and then you sit in front of the TV for two hours a night, and then you go to bed, and then you watch a football game on the weekend. That would probably do it. That would probably yeah. do eighty-five. Mm-hmm hours a week. But what they're saying in this is that people spend about one hour a month on their finances and 85 hours a month watching TV. So, I mean, Alan, if you had the opportunity to sit down with somebody for 85 hours to plan finances, I mean, that's crazy. But for people to sit down and put a little extra time into just once every quarter that they could sit down with you or once a year that they could sit down with you, what would that meeting look like and how could they benefit from that? First of all, I don't think I would have the stamina for 85 <laughs> hours a month. But the, but the other thing is I don't think it's necessary. I mean, you, I think if you were able to, like you said, if you were able just to put in three to four hours a year mm-hmm. or like we try to meet with our clients at least 
you know, three to four times a year. And each, each time we meet, it's about an hour. Sometimes it's an hour and a half or whatever, depending on what's going on in your life. Sometimes it's a lot less. But we're just really wanting to stay connected and make sure that the train's on the track. As I said a minute ago, we want to stay in our lane. We want to make sure that we're, we're still on track and we're going to make sure that everything is still working so that one of those thumps in the road doesn't, you know, arise or is not coming down the path that looks like it's going to hit us or whatever. So we want to just stay in touch with everybody and make sure that we're on track. I think if you were to do that and you continued that connectivity, then you're going to avoid most of those pitfalls. Mm -hmm. Now, are you going to avoid all of them? Absolutely not. But you're going to be able to at least navigate around some of them and you're going to be able to build a better plan to help yourself succeed. We've talked about it in an earlier segment. It's not all about the investment management. It's about everything else. It's tax management. It's about healthcare management. It's about income management, everything that can go along with financial planning in your retirement. That's what this is all about. I believe that if you were able to spend, as I said, maybe five hours or six hours a year, a couple hours with your financial advisor, maybe four or five hours with your financial advisor and two or three hours on your own, I think that that's plenty. And it's not that hard. It's not that hard to do this. I mean, we've talked about it on the show before. One of the things, one of the most critical parts of the financial plan is really honing in on what your expenses are. I asked my wife, and we do this almost every year. Can't say that we do it consistently every year, but I try to sit down with her twice a year to where we go through our, our expenses. Now, this is not a budget. It's actually what we are spending. And, you know, sometimes she comes at me and says, I don't want to do that this year or this time. And, but, you know, we go through this page, we write it all down and we just get an idea of where we are. And it just kind of keeps it into focus as to what we're spending. Doesn't change it. We don't make drastic changes to it a lot of times. I mean, sometimes we make some alterations to it, but not too much. But it keeps it in focus. And I think that's the key thing is the more that you focus on things, the more it stays in front of you. And that's the thing about your financial plan. If you let it drift off, you don't look at it until once every couple of years, things could get way out of whack and then you could be in trouble. Spend 85 hours a month watching TV. Would you be willing to spend two or three hours a year to secure your retirement that could last 25 or 30 years? That's really the question. If you haven't done it, and you're hitting a guilt trip right now because I'm saying this. Why don't you give us a call? Here's our number, 253-9366. We're kind of looking at a special group here today. And I say special group. I don't know that it's that unusual now to take mm -hmm. a look at somebody who has a house that is $300,000, a 401k that's five, six, seven hundred thousand dollars $700,000, and then their savings and there's raw, and it equals up over a million dollars now. That's not that unusual. But- for those of you who are in that category, the horsepower of a financial plan could truly benefit you because fee management, tax management, income management, all of these things that we talk about here on the show really kicks in when you get to that wealth level. So that's who we're kind of talking to today. And we're going to take the next five callers at the end of this segment right now, five callers to take advantage of what we call the retirement roadmap. Alan, let's talk about what that is. Yeah, the retirement roadmap, folks, is really going to show you if you're on track right now to succeed in the retirement plan that you have visualized for yourself and your family. We want to make sure that you're on that path and you're going to be able to succeed. Whatever that path looks like for you. If you're thinking, I'm going to, you know, I'm 65, I'm going to live till I'm 75. I need to make sure that my money lasts to then and last another 10 years past that for my spouse. Then that's what we want to build out for you. So the roadmap is really an assessment of your current situation, your current plan. We're going to give you some information, to kind of look behind the scenes, behind the curtain, if you will, show you the fees that you're paying now how your portfolio is designed, what it's done in the past will kind of indicate what it's likely to do in the future and kind of show you all of that and then kind of give you our opinion as to what we might do as far as tweaks and, and balances on, on that plan. But it's really a look at your current plan to see if you're on track and it's free for the next five callers. All right, let's run the numbers. It's 253-9366, 253-9366, ask for the roadmap. We're going to take a break and we're going to come back. We already talked about it once a little bit today, and that is what happens is you plan for living to 90, 95, 100. Well, there's a guy who says we got to plan for a lot longer than that. That's next on Retirement 360.
A good coach never sends his players onto the field without a game plan. And it's the same way with retirement. You need a strategy that not only points you towards your goal, but that also helps you adjust to the unexpected developments along the way. And that's what you get with a Retirement 360 game plan from Louisville's retirement coach, Alan Mercurio. Alan and his team will analyze your current retirement plan showing you the hidden fees you probably didn't even realize you're paying. They'll run an income analysis to show you how much money you'll be taking home after you retire. They also work with professionals who can review your will and your trust. It's a complete 360-degree plan for a winning retirement. Call Allen today at 253-9366 to schedule your complimentary Retirement 360 game plan. That's 253-9366 or online at louisvillesretirementcoach.com. Because the flag still stands for freedom and they can't take that away. And I'm proud to be an American where at least I know I'm free. And I won't forget the men who died who gave that And welcome back to Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio, Lee Greenwood there. And Monday is Veterans Day. So we thank all of those who have worn the uniform, past and present, and continue to help our our first responders, those people who serve us and do it so well. And, uh, Alan, I know that I imagine there's probably some veterans that come in to your office as well. Absolutely. Like I said, just salute everybody that is involved in the support of and the protection of these United States. And it's hard to interrupt Lee Greenwood, so that's a a great way to start out this segment. You know, that song is probably 30 years old now, and it it just stands up so well Every single year. I mean, it mm-hmm. just gets to you all the time. I'll bet 50 years from now, we talk about living a long time. I'll bet 50 years, even 100 years from now, that song is still going to bring people to tears when they hear it. I hope so, anyway. I hope we have that, yeah, that yeah, same absolutely. feeling. All right, speaking of living a long time, okay, we talk about planning for a retirement that could be 20, 30, and then sometimes we even will say 40 years. But uh, there's some guy here who says you're going to have to start planning for more than that. Jim Mellon is the author of a book called Juvenescence, Investing in the Age of Longevity. And he was talking to the folks on Bloomberg saying, we got a plan for a little bit longer here. There are techniques out there or medicines out there which are going to extend human life to 110 or 120 in the very near future. And there's no doubt in my mind that the first person to be alive to 150 is amongst us today. And it could be you or it could be anyone, really. The first person to live to a 150 is alive today. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Can you imagine that? Alan, I mean, are you seeing more people living into their 90s and even into their 100s and kind of proves this out a little bit that that longevity is continuing? Yeah, absolutely. I've said that on the show probably since I started. It it seems like that nowadays, and it's one of the things that I ask in almost all of our live events, I'll ask for a show of hands of how many people know somebody that's at least 90 years old today. And I'll get usually half of the room that'll raise their hand. And I follow that by saying, you know, I asked that question 10 years ago and only maybe, you know, a third of the room would raise their hand or something like that. So it's definitely increased and we're seeing people that are living longer. And as I said in the first segment, I joined a coaching group this year and I'm going to give them a plug. I'll give them credit for everything that I've learned from them. It's called Strategic Coach. And one of the things that they started off talking about was this lifetime extender where you're actually visualizing yourself living a much longer life and how that can actually change your activities today if you visualize yourself living a longer life. So just imagine if you were the person that Jim's talking about there that could be living to age 150, how would you change your lifestyle now? Would you be exercising more, eating better, If you wanted to live to that 150 age bracket, what would you be doing with your finances? How would you be preparing yourself? What would you plan on doing with relationships and things like that? That's the thing that I think that people miss out on is that, you know, to live longer, you have to plan to live longer. And by planning to live longer, that's actually going to help you achieve that. So there's a lot of things that you have to be ready for. We talked about a couple of them through the show today is just be ready for the changes because those changes are going to come and you've got to be able to adapt to them. 
But if you've actually started doing some things now to prepare for that longer life, then it can actually, I think you can, you know, maybe you can't extend it to 150, but you might be able to extend it five years or 10 years or, or something beyond your normal lifestyle. We want our money to last as long as we do, for sure. And one of the things mm-hmm. that people have done, and you talk about changes, Alan, the changes in how that will be approached have really come about. It used to be you buy long-term care insurance. You're going to be on this earth. Maybe you're going to be out here for 100 years, but the last five years of it might be in a, in a facility where they're taking care of you or they may be taking care of you at home. How do you afford that? So there's been insurance for that. Well, there's a story in the Los Angeles Times of a woman who bought long-term care insurance back in 2001, and her name is Joyce Vets. And she says that her premiums have tripled over the years. It started at $180 a month. It's now grown to $530 a month. And this is something that we're seeing in this arena. And Alan, that can get crazy expensive, especially she's in her 80s now, still paying this, but not using it. So what do we do? I mean, are there alternatives here that people can look into? I think that's something I want everybody to realize from listening to the show. There's usually an alternative. There's, I mean, I could almost say there's always an alternative, but I want to stop at that and just say there's usually an alternative because there's things that we're talking to folks about right now. I mean, there's plans, there's things that you can do in your estate plan that doesn't involve you buying long-term care insurance and spending that premium at all that might help you protect yourself from the long-term care event. So you have to meet with an attorney, make sure you do the planning properly and have the proper documents in place so that if something happens to you, things will happen in your plan so that you don't get caught in a trap where you have to spend everything. That is possible. We have a client right now that we're working with and we're going to probably see her in the next week or so and deliver a life insurance policy to her because she had the same situation. She had a long-term care policy. Her and her husband have been paying it for years. It's tripled in price. And she said, Alan, what can I do with this? I want the coverage, but I, I mean, I just really don't want to pay this premium anymore. She had some money sitting over in an account that wasn't making anything, some lazy money, as we call it, sitting in a bank account that wasn't really making anything. We put it in a life insurance policy that allows her to use that life insurance death benefit as long-term care if she needs to. And it's also paying the premium so that she doesn't have to pay the premiums all along. If she needs the money back, she can get, I think it's almost almost 100% of it back without any fees or whatever, but she can get a great percentage of it back if she needs the money back out of the account. But it solves the need. It gives her a place to put money that was not earning anything. It gives her the long-term care and it eliminates a high premium that she pays. So there's always things that you can do. You just have to be willing to open your eyes believe in somebody and take a risk and and look at what's available. See what's out there. And and when we think of life insurance and over the years, all of us have said life insurance is something that pays somebody else when I die. Well, there's new ideas of that now. And Alan, this is Mm -hmm. an idea where you benefit from your life insurance before you die. And I mean, that is a concept that I don't think is, is known to a lot of people. And I think that needs to be introduced. And it's one of the alternatives that you're talking about. I mean, like I said, there's just so many things that we get in a path or we get in a rut and we believe that, you know, our neighbor or our parents or our friends or somebody knows better, but it's just not always the truth. And I don't want to say that you're getting bad advice, but you may not be getting the whole advice or the whole truth. I mean, yeah, you might be talking to a neighbor that said, well, my cousin's best friend's boyfriend had a bad experience with that. Okay. Well, I mean, that could be true, but you want to make sure that you explore it for yourself and find out if it's something that will work for your family. If it does, and you dot all the I's and cross all the T's and make sure it's all legit and everything, I think that there's definitely opportunities out there that you can look at that can bring solutions to a potential problem that you may not be aware of. This is one of the things we talk about. It's one of the big concerns that so many people have is, you know, we don't want a market to take our money away. We don't want Uncle Sam to take our money away. We don't want fees to take our money away. We don't want a health event to take our money away. And, you know, it's, there are more ways than just protecting your money against a market than to protect your money. There's a lot of different discussion there, and we'd like to have that discussion with you. And when we talk about that part of this puzzle, we talk about running your numbers. We talk about finding out if there's areas that we can find little gold nuggets along the way that, you know, maybe this box is not checked off and we can help you with that. That's what it is to run the numbers. And we're going to make this offer to you. This is our final segment here for these five callers. If you have a million dollars or more of assets for retirement, that could be your house. It could be your 
401k. It could equal up to a rental property. It could equal up to a pension. It could have a, a savings. All of these things all go into one bucket. If that's a million dollars or more, this is where it really kicks in, folks. This is where the benefits of having a financial plan will truly benefit you. So, Alan, let's talk about the retirement roadmap here. Yeah, the retirement roadmap, folks, is really going to show you behind the curtains what you currently have, and it's going to show you if you're on track. And we're going to provide you some reports that's going to look at your fees. It's going to look at the risk that you're taking. It's going to show you what your portfolio that you currently own, what it's done in the past, which is going to give you an indication of what it might do in the future. And that in itself will show us whether it's going to last and be able to generate enough income based on your lifestyles to get you where you want to go. And that's really what the roadmap is going to do. It's really going to be an assessment of your current plan. We'll look at it and see if there's anything that we would suggest. And that's really it. So the first five callers, as Randy said, if you give us a call right now, we're going to provide that to you for absolutely free. All right. Here's our number. It's 253-9366. 253-9366. Give us a call and ask us for the roadmap. Look us up online as well today at louisvillesretirementcoach.com. A few events before the end of the year. We would love to have the opportunity to meet you. Let's get on the calendar before December 31st as there may be some things that you could do yet this year to help you with a tax part of your portfolio. Those might be gone as of December 31st. Give us a call. Let's at least explore that. 253-9366. That's all the time we have for today. We'll see you next time here on Retirement 360. You've been listening to Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio. To get your free Retirement 360 game plan, call now. 253-9366. That's 253-9366. Look us up today at louisvillesretirementcoach.com. By contacting us, we'll review aspects of your retirement portfolio to include suggestions on how to best utilize stocks, bonds, life insurance, annuities, and other financial products, or if changing management styles is appropriate for your specific needs and objectives. Donald Allen Mercurio and Troy Bolton are investment advisor representatives of Mercurio Wealth Advisors, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any client experiences discussed during this show are unique to that client. They are not meant to imply or suggest you will experience the same results. Mercurial Wealth Advisors is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Insurance licensed in Kentucky and Indiana. 